I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. These are my encounters with the creatures known as dogmen while living in Kentucky, they still haunt me to this day and I thought I'd share them with you all. I was 8 years old living in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, it was the summer of 2012 and it was a hot one. One summer night I woke at 11.30 to 12 and I was sweating like hell, so I walked over to the window to crack it. That's when I saw something in the tree line by our stock pond, we own no animals other than a I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Small terrier, but the previous owners were commercial farmers. I watched for about five minutes before it emerged, and when it did I was horrified. It was a wolf-like creature, about six to seven feet tall and partially covered in dark gray hair that shone in the light of the full moon. It walked out on two legs, then very quickly dropped on all fours and ran the hundred or so yards to the stock pond in mere seconds. It drank for a while, then stood up on two legs again and I got a really good look at it. The thing was horrible looking. The fur was all patchy, very skinny, and it looked like it was covered in some kind of injuries. Years later when I saw the third Harry Potter movie for the first time I saw the werewolf and that's almost exactly what it looked like. It then took off across the old cornfield and into the woods on the other side. I had heard stories of the creature but never really believed them until that night. I heard a week later while out around town with my folks that there had been an attack at a nearby farm and three hogs and one horse had been eaten slash ripped to shreds. That was my first, but not last, encounter with a dog man. Story 2. I caught glimpses of the things consistently ever since that first sighting, but never got another good look at one of them until fall of 2015, a month before we moved to Maine. It was dusk and I was outside with some of my friends playing with our Nerf guns as young boys do, those were the good days. Anyways, after a while we got bored and started a fire. We told dirty jokes and laughed for a while, but then we started hearing noises in the woods, and the laughter died down. We all retreated to the woodshed and armed ourselves with axes, pitchforks, and the like before returning to the fire. About 10 minutes later something rustled in the woods about 20 yards behind us, but no one dared to look and see what the hell it was. Finally my friend Jeremy turned around to look, and the scream he let out could have brought down the barn roof. That's when we all turned around and saw one of them. Except this one was much taller, I'd say eight and a half to nine feet, and it was pure muscle and gray hair. It was on all fours sniffing around the barn, but when Jeremy screamed the thing looked at us, stood up on two legs, and snarled. That's when my dad came out of the house with his shotgun and screamed what in God's name is going on? We all just pointed and screamed, then he looked at it, yelled go on git and shot at it twice. It ran into the woods yelping, as I think it had been hit, and we all went inside and locked the doors. My dad sat in his chair with a shotgun the whole night and I swore I could hear scratching along the side of the house until daylight. Turns out when we went outside the next morning there was claw marks all over the side of the house. After that everything was quiet until we moved, and I've never seen anything like that since. So this is 10 AM when I am writing this, I couldn't sleep all night. I live in a small town of a few hundred people in the middle of nowhere in northern India. It is surrounded by a huge forest on the western side and farmlands on the other three. 
My house is positioned on the southeastern corner of the village. So last night at about 2 a.m. I am awakened by this blood-curdling scream coming from the east. I think it was loud enough to wake up our entire village, though I haven't talked to anyone about this yet. This scream sounded like nothing I have ever heard. Like a mix between a scream and a howl. Mind you there are no animals in our area except some stray dogs and some wild boars. This scream was loud enough to give me goosebumps. I quickly turned off all my lights and looked out of the window which faces the south, and that's when I saw it, about 100 meters away from me. It looked like a canine-like creature running on two legs. Its fur looked silvery white under the moonlight. It was running at very high speeds and crossed from where I saw it into the forest in about 30 seconds. But in the middle of its path when it was closest to my home it stopped for a few seconds and looked in my direction, I am still not sure if it was looking at me or something else. One thing that I have been thinking about is how slowly its legs moved yet so fast it ran, this could mean that the creature was very big, like 10 feet tall. I am very scared right now as my village has this saying that we should never look outside our windows at night as evil spirits might see us and enter our lives. Back in 2001, I was living in Georgia with my ex-husband. We were living in an apartment at the time which had a good-sized balcony. My ex-husband smoked so I would often tell him to go out on the balcony so, the apartment wouldn't smell like cigarettes. Anyway one morning, I woke up to find him lying next to me shaking like a leaf. I asked him what happened and so, he proceeded to tell me his story. He said while he was out on the balcony smoking a cigarette when he heard what he thought sounded like a horn, from a train, blaring off in the distance. He thought nothing of it and continued to smoke his cigarette. All of a sudden he could hear the dogs in the surrounding area start to bark like crazy but again he shrugged his shoulders and continued to smoke his cigarette. Then he said heard the sound again but this time closer and it actually, caused the sliding door on the balcony to vibrate. He quietly snuck back inside the apartment and just as he was closing the sliding door, he heard the sound again but this time it was right outside our front door and it sounded like something growling too. It was a while before he finally came to bed. After he finished telling me his story, I asked him what did it sounded like, he never saw the thing that made the sound, and he said the closest thing he could compare the sound to was the howling in the movie An American Werewolf in Paris. One of my earliest memories, one that has always stood out clearer than most of the most recent memories that I have, is when I was younger and I was visited by two beings when living in Coney Island, Brooklyn, New York. I was in bed, awake and it was nighttime. I remember feeling something, like a tingle of emotion that came from the window in my room. It was the only window and outside of this window was one of those metal fire escapes that you would commonly find on buildings in the late 1970-ish era. When I got up to see what I was sensing, and I remember the feeling very clearly, I saw two beings outside of the window, sitting or crouching out on the fire escape, looking in at me. It was the feeling you have inside your belly, like butterflies, when you are on your way to see very close friends, 
or if you are about to see your blind date for the first time after weeks or months of becoming close by just writing to each other. It was a good feeling that was reaching out to me as if calling me. I had a night light in the room and I was able to see them clearly as I approached them. On my left, outside of the window was a girl with large eyes and skin that almost glowed, like a pearl under the right lights that make it seem to glow. She was wearing a large red hood on her head that had some kind of yellow or golden writing or runes along the edge of the hood that edged close to her face and down her neck. I couldn't see any hair since her hood was large and deep and her face barely poked out. She was calm and her eyes were so full of caring, love, and calm. On my right. Her left was what I could only understand at the time as being a dog, but its features were more canine like a dog person and there was soft emotion in the eyes, even though the face was fairly vicious looking. Its fur was dark and I could not tell the color, but I noticed a single braid coming down from the left side of its head, starting at the ear, and running down below the window sill. They did not speak, but I could feel such a powerful sense of familiarity with them as if I have known them as my own family. As I approached them, wanting to go with them, I began to feel another emotion that slowly crept in. This feeling was uncomfortable and sad as if my mommy and daddy were going away and I did not want them to go. I felt sadness and I struggled against it because I wanted to go with them, but they were trying to push me away gently. After another short moment, I don't know how long, I suddenly felt fear. It was not my own, but it was projected into me. Like when a loved one suddenly lashes out at you and you can't understand why. I suddenly became afraid of them as the image of, as strange as it may sound, little red riding hood and the big bad wolf was projected into my mind. I can be honest that as a child I never found that story scary at all. Once I felt this sudden fear, I turned and ran screaming. It was as if they were telling me goodbye, a difficult goodbye, but I felt it clearly. Since then, during my entire life, I have felt empty and longing for them. Growing up, before I learned anything about ETS or anything from space, I would always look up at the night sky and when I saw a light moving, I would feel such a deep feeling of expectation, only to have it dashed when it was only an airplane passing overhead. It was as if I were left at the bus stop to wait for someone, and every time headlights came down the road, I got excited, ready to go home, only to have a car come by that was not my ride. I have had a few experiences along the way to make things seem even stranger until I grew older and learned more. I have sketched out a pic of what I remember and I will try to attach it to this message. I heard your interview the other day regarding the skinwalkers and I felt I should share this story with you, even if it falls into the category of your standard story that you may get from many people. I have been yearning to have a regression for many, many years in order to resolve many issues in this current lifetime. I thank you for what you do. I live in Phelps, Wisconsin about 8 miles from Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and near the location of the Paulding Light Phenomenon. In the early fall of 2018, I turned from Highway 17 onto St. Louis Road as I came around the corner what looked like a giant wolf the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. He was chasing something and leapt over the entire width of the road in one stride. 
But the thing that was weird about it was obviously the size of this creature but the way he was moving, it's hard to explain. It was robotic, or animated that's the closest I can get to explaining it. But it gave me the chills bad, and I can't get it out of my head. I've seen plenty of wolves and they're big here but this thing was huge. And the way it moved, it was just freaky. I've never seen it again and when I have to drive down that road I get scared. The creepy feeling comes over me. I and the kids saw some kind of creature at the edge of a field stalking a group of deer today right before sunset about 7 to 8 pm and yes it was moving its head and ears. It was not a tree stump. We only captured its attention a few times to where it turned and looked directly at us. You can see it turn its head and look over at us in the video, and then would immediately turn back to watching the deer. It wasn't concerned with us at all, it was completely fixated on the deer. I know it's another typical blurry picture where you can barely make out its features, it was across a large field and this is the clearest picture our phones could get. But you can clearly see its ears, an eye, the shape of its head, long arms in the front, and what looks like a mane around its neck where the hair is longer slash thicker. It doesn't look like a bear to me and there aren't any cougars around this area, not that I know of anyways. This was out east from Chisago Lake, Minnesota where a family friend of ours had a pretty terrifying encounter some years back with a creature that walked on two legs bent backward and ran across the road right in front of her vehicle. She's so traumatized by the experience she won't even talk about it. Anyways it taught me to keep an open mind about things, we have two encounters not far from this area actually, maybe I'll come back one day and tell those stories, but for now, I'm just looking for some feedback on what others think it might be because I have no idea, it looks pretty weird. First off I apologize I am on a mobile so I hope I don't end up with a wall of text. Second this is long but everything pertains to what happened and possibly why it happened. So this happened many, many decades ago back in the early to mid 80s before cell phones and internet. I have no way to prove this to anyone but I will say that even at my age I still have nightmares about this encounter. At 13 years old I ended up going to live with my mother after being raised most of my life by my grandmother, her health was failing and I think she was protecting me from what was coming, her death. My mother and stepfather lived in a trailer park located in a small town, I grew up 40 minutes from this town and never knew it existed until my mother took me to live with her. There was only maybe 80 trailers in this whole place it wasn't huge and butted up next to the local canal. I was one of only six kids in the park so I had very few options for friends. One friend Jeff lived behind our section and my other friend Melissa and her family lived at the very end straight down from where I was located the place is shaped like a lowercase h. So I meet Jeff who was just a few months younger than I and we hit it off, I am female by the way, we rode bikes when exploring he was fairly new to the area as well and he was a good guy smart and funny. Well there was a trailer just up from the tip of the H, which also was the opening in the chain link fence to reach the canal so we passed by it all the time when we would go to the canal to swim or just go walk, and when I say red I mean think like old farmhouse barn red it was long and had a whole section built onto it, making go from a single wide to a double wide trailer.
Well as far as Jeff and I knew no one lived there it was empty and the older lady who lived next to it said it belonged to a man who lived in the Bay Area. I live in California, which even to a couple of dumbass kids seemed odd the Bay Area was easily two to three hours away from us. So no surprise when the idiot patrol decides oh hey let's go inside and check it out. Yes we were stupid but we did it anyways in broad daylight. The front door was a large sliding glass door and I mean large by any standard. We waltzed right on into the enclosed porch. We should have walked right back out, but as I said we were stupid. For some reason me and Jeff stopped to look at amputated bird feet. Really big bird feet, not chicken or even turkey they were far bigger and the claws more predatory in nature. We turned to the front door and it too was unlocked okay so two dumbass 13 year olds and an open door invitation we walk right on in. Not the place was nice as hell inside and I mean nice, as in it looked like whoever lived there just went to the store and would be back any moment. So to cut this down some Jeff and I did an urban explorer thing this place had power, running water, and the fridge was stocked but yet no one had been here in over 5 years. We know because we asked the older lady who had a key to the place and there was never a car parked out there. So while the front room and one bedroom up front looked lived in we of course head for the back, all the while trying to figure out where the door to the added on full length room was, because we were nosy little shits and wanted answers to lame questions, we found it, in a second bedroom that looked like something out of a new age horror movie slash porno. Ratty disgusting mattress on the floor. Polaroids all over the place at least 100 plus, and a cut-out doorway to a pitch-black windowless room that ran the length of the trailer from just behind the enclosed porch. It had one dresser about chest high on a couple of dumb kids and that's where Jeff was with his back to the black hole, I on the other hand was curious about the Polaroids laying around and starting looking through them, I wish to hell I hadn't because I can never unsee what was in those, I won't go into detail but they were taken in that room and the girl in those photos was dead. When it dawned on my innocent mind what I was seeing I dropped the photos like they burned and turned to my friend who was saying something to me but I don't know what but he was cut off by the most hideous evil laugh I have ever heard in my life to date. Since we were both looking at each other we knew we didn't make the sound we heard and we froze like terrified puppies. Until I saw a large, and I mean large, hand reach out of the darkness of that hole for Jeff's head. I have never screamed so loud in my life as I did then and I shoved Jeff screaming run and he did we clear that trailer like our asses were on fire and literally leapt from the porch we didn't even shut the doors the old lady next door scolded us and we booked it. Jeff went to his trailer and I went to mine like a whipped puppy. It was the middle of June and I shook like I was inside a deep freezer. If that wasn't scary enough it gets freakier. My friend Jeff lived with his mom and dad and two little sisters I wanna say the girls were about 4 or 5 and cute as buttons. So two days later I finally get the guys to go around the roadway, I had to come into proximity to the red trailer, to go see Jeff and maybe talk about what happened, I get to Jeff's and the trailer, two doors down from my mom's oldest friend, was empty, as in the entire family had moved out. I asked my mother's friend who I called Grandma May and she said they threw everything in their van and left the night Jeff and I went into that trailer. I was shocked because just a few days before his mom had been talking about getting Jeff enrolled at the same middle school I attended so why leave too abruptly? I talked to my mom but she just shrugged it off and went back to her drinking, 
My mom was an alcoholic. She usually cracked her first beer by 9:30 a.m. and didn't go to bed until there was no beer left in the fridge. What's even scarier is about 2 weeks later no one remembered Jeff or his family except me and Jeff had been to my trailer meet my mom and stepdad. Let me also clarify that no one believed me about the photos. I always regretted not taking the ones I had been holding with me. So jump ahead and I started hanging out with Melissa and her family. She was a year younger than me and I was 14 at that time. She two older sisters Terry and Stephanie both older girls were amazing and treated me like another sister her parents were simply amazing and Melissa was a sweet gentle girl who never had a mean thought in her life but of course to go there I had to pass by the red trailer every time I felt something watching me which was pretty spooky given there were no windows on that side it was the added on section to widen the trailer but they didn't add windows So another summer evening and I finally get the guts to tell Melissa's sister Stephanie about the trailer so she decides hey let's go check it out and I was like oh no I don't remember after all these years why but I finally cave in and said fine but not past the living room We brave the place in the daylight and that time I pay more attention to the bedroom to the right of the living room it had a freaking queen size waterbed working lamps and a full size confederate flag on the wall I don't know why but of all the things that flag gave me shivers. Now Stephanie reached out to feel the waterbed and it was warm as in the heater for the water was active she took my arm and we hoofed it out of there quickly. No she and her family did not vanish thankfully. But we left it at that and I went on to get other friends and my first boyfriend and we all spent a lot of time on the canal which faced the only side of the red trailer that had windows. And several times I swore I saw someone peering out at me. I am skipping a few pieces because this story is so long already and I want to get to the part that has genuinely haunted me for life. So at 15 I spent almost as much time at Melissa's as I did at home, and by that point I had opened up about the red trailer and what I had seen, heard, felt and feared. For some reason I wore a blue dress with a flouncy skirt down to Melissa's I can't remember why we got dressed up now but back then it was cool and I walked down about 1 p.m. and we sat around chatting and doing teenage stuff now I had no intention of staying until dark but somehow before I realized it it was well after dark outside now remember this was the 80s so we didn't have street lamps every 2 feet in fact the only one we had was at the spot where the road curved into the hump of the h which just happened to be across from the red trailer for some reason i was unreasonably terrified to walk back by that trailer alone and told terry that since she was almost 18 she decided that they would all walk me past it then make sure i was closer to home before they headed back Feeling relieved we headed out it wasn't that far from their place to Mihe and I could see my porch from their place and vice versa in the daylight anyways. So we passed the red trailer and come adjacent to the trailer directly across from it and I cannot even begin to explain the numbing skin crawling feeling that raked me from head to toe but I literally froze in the middle of the road facing towards my home. It felt like I was forced to turn around and face the extremely tall and wide sliding glass doors to the trailer LF terror and I wished to the gods that I hadn't. All of us girls turned around and standing in the glass doorway was the biggest scariest nightmare I have ever seen and I have faced some live human monsters. I looked into the face of evil and it stared back at me. The first thing that struck me was how tall it was it was ducking down to glare at us, me. 
Its lips pulled back off fangs that were glistening and damp from saliva, its eyes were vivid yellow and the size of a closed fist and its long claws made distinct tapping noises against the glass door it was framed in. I tunnel-visioned on that giant furry bipedaled monster because to this day the only thing I can best describe it as is a werewolf It looked like a werewolf complete with rear articulated legs, I vaguely remember hearing one of the others whisper what the f is that and someone else whimpered, then I blink and my friends are gone they're almost back at Melissa's place and I'm standing there under the lamp frozen, but like watching a car wreck I had to look back at that thing and it was smirking at me, I'll never forget that huge clawed hand tilting as it used one finger to beckon me to it. To this day I don't know how I broke the terror that held me in place facing that thing but I shook my head and turned running like my life depended on it and most likely it did if not my life then maybe my soul? I got home and my mom didn't even notice my fear and my stepdad was in bed he had to be at work early. I wanted to tell my mom but she was too drunk and I was too emotionally shaken to deal with her drunken fits so I went to my room and changed then crawled in bed shivering. The next day once the sun was bright and shiny I scurried down to my friend's place and asked her about it. She and her sisters had no memory of walking me past the trailer or seeing the thing in the sliding glass doors. They asked me if I was drinking or smoking pot which I had not taken up smoking pot yet that came later that year, and I hadn't been drinking the day before. So I let it go and just kept it to myself, only a few people close to me know about this story and one of them actually went back to the park with me as an adult. The trailer was gone but I didn't have to tell him where it was he felt it, I was originally going to visit an old couple I owed my sanity to but the feeling of dread and skin crawling was too much for us so we left the trailer park. To this day if by some fluke we drive through that town and the trailer park I get nauseous and the shakes as if it is still there watching me because the trailer park sits on the main road through town across from the Santa Fe railroad tracks. I have tried to find out about any unsolved deaths in that time frame but I can't find anything and yes it could have been a joke with the Polaroid photos but that film was expensive back then and there was hundreds of photos of this girl ending with her being eviscerated on that mattress or one like it. I sadly never knew Jeff's last name so I can't search for him and have long since lost contact with Melissa and her family nor do I remember her name. If anyone has any ideas please toss them out. This has haunted me since I was 15 and I'm 48 now, I know I shouldn't have trespassed and I did bring that onto myself but what the f was it? A werewolf a demon what? If you stuck with me, thank you. It was the end of my shift and I decided to take the trash out with me since I parked right beside the dumpster. As I was walking towards the dumpster I heard what sounded like a dog whining, so I looked around me. I didn't see anything so as I walked to my car I kept looking around to see if I could find the hurt pup. I unlocked my car and do another quick scan of my surroundings when a car that was turning onto the street illuminated the yard across the street from where I was. It was quick glance but long enough to freak me out. I saw crouching near a fence a giant half man half dog creature. I just stared even after the car passes by I could feel it watching me and I just stared in the area I saw it. My mind wasn't processing what I saw and my danger senses were not going off I was stuck in shock. 
Then something snapped me out of whatever trance I was in and I jumped into my car and locked the doors. I sat there trying to tell myself that I saw what I saw trying to rationalize it. Maybe it wasn't a humanoid dog definitely wasn't a werewolf. I finally started my car and left. I had a long drive home down a very empty and dark highway and I felt like I was being followed the entire way home. I got to my ex-boyfriend mom's house where I was staying at the time and I ran inside because as silly as this sounds I felt like I was being watched. A few days went by and I forgot about my encounter until I was closing again and decided not to take the trash out, that was a job the morning crew could handle. But as I locked the store and walked to my car there on the hood were flowers picked from the ground little Indian paintbrushes and some other wild flowers. I was a little worried because I was afraid my ex was playing with me we were broken up but I still lived with his mom while he lived with some friends. He was a loser with no car so he couldn't have put them there but I also never thought he would beat me and cheat on me and he did that too so I couldn't be too sure. I took the flowers and got into my car and took my usual route home. The music was blaring and as I was getting closer to the only street light that illuminated a crossroad I saw this towering figure standing in the middle of the road I stopped just short of the circle of light on the road. I was sitting in the dark but in front of me under the light there it was huge I could see its snout and the claws and its extremely muscled legs it was hairy and it walked towards my car. I was scared. It reached out and put its long over exaggerated paw on the hood of my car and pressed down causing the front end to buckle. I thought this is it this is how I die on an old empty road late at night. Luckily an 18 wheeler came over the hill and it ran off. Again I got home and ran inside. A few weeks passed and I put the encounter in the furthest part of my head I didn't want to think about it. My mind couldn't process if it was real or a dream so I just didn't think about it. Fast forward to a month later I had started talking to someone I met online and we were meeting for the first time I remembered that in the clothes I threw on my bed from the dryer there was a skirt and I had bought the perfect shirt to wear with it, but when I got home the skirt wasn't on my bed. I thought maybe my ex's mom hit it but she said she had no idea what I was talking about so I picked a different outfit. The date went okay but I didn't really talk to the guy after the date he ghosted me. I was kind of sad but not surprised that's usually what happened to me anyway so I didn't dwell on it too much. A few more weeks went by and one morning I heard her dog barking and freaking out, she usually puts him outside before she goes to work and I let him in when I get up. He was going crazy so I went to check on him. He had wrapped his lead around a pole so I went to untangle him. Nothing was in the yard no animals nothing so I went back inside to use the bathroom when I went back out to let him in there was my skirt I lost a month before sitting in the grass damp from the morning dew smelled horrible and had tiny holes all throughout it. It wasn't there when I went outside before but it was there now. I couldn't believe it I sent pictures to my ex's mom and told her I found my skirt. I don't know how it ended up outside with holes in it it wasn't dirty so there was no way the dog buried it but it did have a funky smell. I moved out shortly after because living there I found out why my ex was so toxic. I sometimes feel like I'm still being watched but I'm not scared by it anymore. I look at it as a guardian and protector. I don't know if it's all related but I like to think it is.
About a year ago, my brother and I pulled into our driveway after shooting pool with some friends. It was around 2 a.m. When we went to get out of the car, something ran behind the car. It looked like either a werewolf or a dogman. At first I thought I was just losing my mind, until my brother hit the lock button to lock all the car doors and asked me if I'd just seen that too. It was about 5 feet tall and was covered in reddish-brown hair. It was incredibly fast and it ran with its shoulders raised and head kind of tucked down. It was running on two legs. We stayed in the car for about two hours before we finally got the courage to run inside. I've never told anyone because I didn't want to sound crazy. First one was coming home around 10 PM in July. I was with a friend, the friend was driving a large pickup. We were on a mountain road, winding and with very few lights except for the occasional homes. A truck was suddenly coming toward us in our lane, so my friend hit the brakes and the horn, and the truck swerved back over. We slowly moved forward and saw what the truck had been going around. There was a big dead deer in the left lane, and hunched over it was what looked like an absolutely gigantic wolf, but larger than any wolf I'd ever seen. It had absurdly long front legs with no fur, and it was hunched at an odd angle, almost making it look hunchbacked. We drove very slowly by, and the headlights hit the animal full on and it looked up at us. It was no dog nor wolf. Its eyes were very human-like. My friend and I said at the exact same time that was a werewolf. We didn't speak again for the whole ride home. Two years later, I had forgotten all about that weird night, having dismissed it as an anomaly. I had moved to a different house and had been adopted by a stray cat my first after being a diehard dog person since childhood. She liked being outdoors during nice weather, but this was late October and it was getting cooler in the evenings. I went to let her in and she wasn't on the back porch, where she always waited. It was 11 PM. I flicked on the porch light and stepped outside, and immediately knew something was off. It felt like my stomach dropped through my shoes, and my head became very light. The way I always have felt when faced with something supernatural. The back porch is elevated, and looking down and into the yard, there was an enormous black animal. It was rooting and sniffing around as though it had caught a scent. It was the size of a huge black bear, but it quickly became obvious that it was a canid. This all happened in a matter of seconds. When I stepped outside I yelled hey, as soon as I recognized that there was a giant animal in the yard and no cat. I scared the crap out of this thing from its hunting, and it yelped and tore out of the backyard, heading around the side. It was so huge that it tore up a big chunk of the lawn with its back paw, you could hear the grass and sod ripping. Without any thought to how stupid this was of me, I took off back into the house, running to the front door and outside. I caught the tail end, literally, of this creature booking into the row of hedges across the street a huge tail. I stood in my front yard and yelled you motherfucker. If you killed my cat I will strangle you with my bare hands. It actually peeked its head around the hedge twice, and I saw a huge muzzle both times. Then it turned and ran. I ran back inside, out the back, and looked everywhere for evidence of my cat. I was sure that she had been killed by this massive thing.
No sign of her. I jumped in my car and drove around the neighborhood, hoping to spot this creature. And then do who knows what, but I didn't want it hurting anyone. No luck looking, so I came back to the house. The neighbor's huge hound mix was in its backyard, right next to the fence in my yard. He was howling and pawing at the ground, freaking out. He has a dog door and can come out at any time, so I thought it was weird that he hadn't come out until now. I stood on my front porch calling my cat. She finally came back from a hiding place at a neighbor's house. Her eyes were huge, and she actually let me hold her for more than two seconds, she was hugging my neck and shaking. I didn't put the first incident together with this one until later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I had a weird encounter with something in the Northeast US. I have no idea what it was, but I was about 35 feet from it on the road one night. It was crossing in front of me so I had a good look at it with the lights from my car. If I had to guess at an actual animal, it looked closest to a maned wolf, but with a more curved body, and a larger head. The thing that stuck out to me so vividly was the length of the legs. It was definitely a canine of some sort. People have told me that it was almost definitely a deer. I've seen deer thousands of times throughout my life, so I know this was not the case. This animal had shaggy thick fur. It was very dark, so I didn't see definite coloring, but it looked dark brown to black. I have to emphasize the length of the legs, and the curve towards the back end of the animal, because those are the things I found most frightening. It was extraordinarily unsettling, and I was visibly upset when I got home and told my fiancé. I know she believed what I said I saw, but I think she thinks my mind was playing tricks on me. Still don't know what it was. If it helps, I live in a relatively built-up suburb, densely populated, but with many parks and a lot of protected areas. So, my father likes to frequent the sports club of the local university where he teaches to run and exercise. It is a large sports area, with swimming pools, soccer and basketball fields etc. He still goes there every now and then. This place is at the exit to the next town and close to where we live. 
He goes there walking and cuts the way along a trail that goes up a ravine, passing beside a large eucalyptus plantation. Through this shortcut you can avoid walking half a kilometer uphill to the main entrance. A lot of people use this shortcut, including local employees. One day he went for a run a little later than usual, at around 6.30 p.m. About an hour later, sun already gone and just a few more minutes left of daylight, he was exhausted so decided to return by the same shortcut as usual. Would not be much of a problem since the full moon was high in the sky. When he reached the edge of the woods, he noticed a figure in the middle of the trees that looked like a horse inside the eucalyptus enclosure. He first ignored it and kept walking, thinking if he should try to communicate someone around about it. Mind that this place is surrounded by farmers that own horses. He kept walking but started to feel eerie, as if someone was watching him. The feeling soon became stronger, a few more steps and he realized that the horse was walking alongside with him, so he looked again between the trees and saw that it was behind a tree. He thought that was strange, a horse hiding? Also, it managed to stand facing the tree between them? He just shook it off and continued the trail. He was already halfway down but the unsettling fear was increasing so he looked at the horse again and, as his eyes adjusted to the darkness, he could see it a little better. Now it didn't really look like a horse, because he saw the animal jump from behind a tree to another, by the way it jumped it seemed to be a very tall and strong person. He stopped in shock and stared at the animal, still behind the tree, and noticed something swinging. What he previously thought was the horse's tail now looked like a man wearing a long coat, but the darkness and shadows of the branches were too confusing to figure it out. He decided to ignore it and move on, thinking it was maybe just his imagination. He kept on track but, at the end of the trail there is a point where his path and the path where the animal was would cross each other. He started to freak out and decided to go back to the field and take the avenue, so he started walking back paying close attention to the animal. He even thought it could be a friend trying to scare or make fun of him. Going back towards the field where the lights were now on, he could better see its silhouette, a massive muscular thing, hunchback, apparently covered in thick fur and what seemed like pointy ears in its head. He stopped in disbelief, but the creature kept walking towards him, not worrying much about hiding anymore. That's when his blood ran cold. The animal was approaching from the side as if it wanted to trap him. He tried not to run in order to display confidence and avoid attention, so he fast walked back towards the field, distancing from the trail, when he took a last glance. The animal was there, still, lowered in a bush on its fore like a gorilla. It looked like a huge human dog. When he they were around 100 meters apart, my father ran to the main entrance at the avenue and was relieved to see that the animal did not follow. He came back by the avenue, still on high alert, shitting his pants. Now every time he goes there, he makes sure he doesn't stay past dusk. I don't even know how to explain this but I'm not the sort to believe in ghosts, devils, demons and cryptids but this has changed my mind drastically. I live in the United Kingdom and live in the countryside. I live on a moderately busy lane and have loads of fields behind my house. 
Five minutes up the road there's a hill, it's called Coal Peak, changed for privacy. It's about six fields away from my house and five minute walk from the road. Me and my two mates go to the peak that overlooks out town and can see the Severn Bridge and a place called Stone House. They smoke weed but I don't so I can't blame it on the weed. We sat up the top for a good hour chilling, we decide to go home as it's around 2am. They walk the roadway as it leads to town where they live and I decided to walk to field way as I didn't want to walk down the road on my own after my mates turn off. So to get to the fields you have to walk through a little forest for around 1 to 2 minutes, it was pitch black, moon shining bright, stars in the sky. As I said before I don't get scared so I wasn't that bothered, I got around 2 thirds through the forest when I hear sticks cracking to my left as if something heavy was walking, I just glance over and presume it was a fox or badger. I get towards the gate and open it as it leads into the fields that lead to my house. I close the gate and start to walk and that's when I heard something I will never forget, it sounded like Minecraft creeper but a lot more deeper sounding and bigger, I turn around and on the path I can see this thing, around 6 feet tall skinny as f head shaped like a dog and had horns. I thought my eyes were playing tricks so I just stood there watching it hoping it was going to vanish. Well to my surprise after around 5 seconds it started to very slowly walk closer and closer until it got to the gate, it was like it didn't know what to do except just stand there, I was sweating, had red vision and thought I was going to have an anxiety attack. I slowly walked across the field trying to figure out what the F it was, I looked back about halfway across the field and it was gone, sigh of relief, can finally calm down and just take a nice walk home. Yeah that's what I was hoping for. I was in the last field from my house, house in view, I knew all I had to do was jump over my fence and I was in my garden. I got to my fence and hopped over, I felt safe and secure, I was walking across my garden to get to the back door and behind me my drive light came on, now this light only comes on if it detects motion or it's really windy and a branch sways in front of it, it wasn't windy nor did I walk past it. All of a sudden I had this fear of getting snatched so I quickly run to my back door open it and run to my attic converted room. My skylight window looks over my drive where the light came on and I stood on my bed and looked out the window, that's when I seen this werewolf looking motherfucker with horns stood there sniffing around the cars, it wasn't a dog, it wasn't small enough to be a badger or a fox and wasn't a cow or anything like that. I got into bed and just watched movies till the sun came up and slept then. Ever since then I never look out my window at night and never walk through those fields. I honestly don't know what this thing was but it scared the shit out of me I won't go out in my garden past 11pm. There are two encounters I've heard of with only a few pages online talking about them. The first is from a Scottish author called Richard Coral. This is honestly one of the creepiest testimonies I've ever read regarding a humanoid. He said in one of his books that as a kid he woke up at night for no apparent reason, heard of other stories involving this happening before an encounter, and heard the sound of footsteps approaching his house. They continued going inside up the stairs and towards his room and the door opened. Standing there was a creature that looked like a fox standing upright with a top hat and some clothing, there's a picture of this event if you look it up. 
It stared at him and after yelling at it to go away it did and went back the way it came. The build-up to the being approaching his room is what I find so creepy about this story. I've heard of dog-headed men but not anything like this, an anthropomorphic fox like something out of a Beatrix Potter book in real life. The next one happened in Orange, California and is detailed in Linda Godfrey's book Monsters Among Us. On a wiki called Paranormal World there's writing about it calling it the VIP Werewolf of Orange. You can read it there or to cut a long story short here the woman saw a black limousine stop by her car during daylight and saw the window down with a dog looking at her which revealed it had a human arm. I find this story really interesting for how it occurs in a unique setting, a busy road in broad daylight. I wonder what that dog man was doing driving around. And who was the limousine driver? I know these sound kinda ridiculous at the same time but I still find them interesting nonetheless. If anyone knows of any similar tales to this I'd love to hear them. This encounter happened last night while I, 32, was hiking with my husband, 32, and son, 8. We went hiking to this spot in South Cali where we've been going for the last 13 years the hiking trails are basically located all along the cliff. Some trails lead to a secluded beach, others lead to a cave. We took the trail that leads to the beach and we usually keep walking longer than the average person since we are more familiar with the terrain after the trail ends. Around 4.30 PM we decided to hike back up the trail while watching the sunset. At the same time the moon was rising on the opposite direction. This moon was huge, probably one of the biggest moons I've seen here. This is where we took some pics. We decided once we got back to the top of the trail around 5.30ish pm to keep hiking along some other trail which we've only been once to. The night was still young and plenty of families were walking among this trail. I decided to take a quick break after a short jog to enjoy the scenery and appreciate the moon. At this time my husband and son were pretty far from me and all I could see was their silhouette. The night was now upon us and the fog from the Pacific Ocean was making its way up the cliff into the hiking trails. My husband and son decided to turn back and meet me because it was getting dark. My son began to run past us. At this point, my husband looks towards his direction and sees this black silhouette of a tall person standing about 9 meters from my son. As soon as this thing notices that my husband is looking at it, it gets on all fours and takes off like an animal. He yells for my son to come back. He then tells me what he saw and says something is running across the trail. I am scared of dogs so first thing I thought was a stray dog running loose. He says, no it is bigger than a dog. Almost like the size of a bear but it had the silhouette of a man standing in the middle of the trail and it took off on all fours as soon as I looked at it. He said this thing was darker than the dark around us. At this point we were freaking the F out. We were hugging each other close not knowing what to expect next. We were basically in the middle of a trail we've only been once with shitty phone service. We looked around and the trail was completely empty with no one to be seen. We were basically the only ones there. That trail went from being packed with people to now us three being the only ones there within minutes. Which made everything even more terrifying. 
We decided to suck it up and walk back to our car which meant we had to pass by where my husband saw this thing on the trail. My husband said he thought he saw this humanoid run down the trail but once we got to that spot where he saw it, the trail turned right but the figure ran left. To the left was a fence and a bunch of tall bushes making it impossible for something to go that way. Whatever it was would have had to jump the fence to keep going the way it went. We never saw slash heard it jump the fence and better yet we didn't even hear its footsteps or anything moving in the bushes. My husband said it just disappeared. We managed to keep walking along the trail while holding his phone flashlight pointed at the fence and bushes where he saw it go towards too. All I had was my water bottle and I was ready to use it as a weapon. All we could hope for at this time was to see other people along the trail. Then we finally see lights coming from a motorbike towards the end of the trail. This person was going into the trail as we were relieved to be out of it and into the parking lot. When we finally got to the parking lot, it went from 50 cars to only two cars left. There was this couple outside taking pics. At this point even the person in the motorbike noped back out of this trail back to the parking lot and left. As we made our way back to our car I kinda joked with my husband how he might have seen a werewolf. He was still in shock and didn't say no but he was still trying to process what he saw. My son said he saw something crawling and that's when my husband called him to come back towards us. He was really scared that night and refused to sleep by himself. We all slept in the same room. My son said he felt like it was following us the whole time home. I hope not. Today we ended up watching this segment on the news by accident while having dinner and we heard that today is a super blood wolf moon. Now I am 90% convinced he saw a werewolf. This location is notorious for many deaths as it is on a cliff where many have died from falling over or drowned. When we went there for the first time, there was was a sign around about a person who fell off the cliff. Ever since I was a child, I have been terrified of werewolves and wolves as well, especially movies about them and as a kid I was crazy enough to watch them, but I covered my eyes whenever I knew the scary wolf was going to appear, so this obviously gave me terrible nightmares for most of my life. It was a Friday, on Halloween night, my favorite holiday, 2016, at the time I worked as an English teacher in a company I always thought did not appreciate me. On that night I was planning to watch a horror movie marathon like I did every year. However, I was thinking about watching a werewolf movie that year. But one of my co-workers recommended me an old movie called An American Werewolf in London. It sounded scary but I really wanted to face my fears and give it a shot. On that day, I was very excited because I had already bought candy for the trick or treaters and some beer for me, but I wished I did not have to work until 5 p.m. So, as soon as I got off work, I took my things and left my office, I drove my car home, which I called the Batmobile, to execute my plans, I listened to a song called Thriller, which I loved listening to on Halloween nights. I got home at 7pm or so, then I took a beer from my fridge, drank a long sip and heard the door ring, which scared me for a second, but then I heard trick or treat. Behind my door, so I opened it complimented the kids' cool costumes and gave them candy, 
The trick or treaters kept visiting me until 8 p.m. and all the while I listened to heavy metal and ate ramen for dinner. After that, I grabbed my laptop and watched my horror movie marathon and I left the werewolf movie for last, I sometimes had to pause to get another beer and it scared the crap out of me but I still thought it was a great movie, so I was 6 beers in and decided to go to sleep at midnight. That night, I had a terrible nightmare, where I had to run away from a werewolf in a dark, foggy and creepy forest, which was only lit by a full moon. In my dream, I was screaming my lungs out and I felt extremely disoriented and afraid of the huge, bulky, black-as-night werewolf that was chasing after me, I ran for my life for what seemed like hours, but I felt the beast closing in on me, I turned around several times and all I could see was its dark silhouette, bright red eyes and yellow teeth baring at me. Then, I screamed again and ran a bit faster now, out of the blue I came across a huge fallen tree that blocked my way, so I had no choice but to jump over it, I heard the werewolf growling and panting behind me, so it jumped the tree too, while I was still mid-air I felt a sharp pain on my back and I woke up suddenly. Then, I jumped out of my bed from fright, hit my body against the floor and cursed, I rubbed my eyes, got up slowly, out of nowhere I felt a sudden and string pain on my back just like in my dream, I tried reaching for the place where I felt the pain, but I could not reach it. So, I went to the bathroom, washed my face, drank a bit of tap water, saw myself in the mirror, turned around and to my horror I saw five deep bloody gashes on my back, I jumped forward and said, what the hell is that? The next day, I went to the hospital and got my wound patched up, I simply lied to the doctor and said my cat had scratched me while I was sleeping, I obviously did not own a cat. To this day, I still ask myself if that was that just a crazy dream or did my terrified mind somehow made it a reality? Who knows? The truth is I never watched a werewolf movie again, since I was terrified that I would have another nightmare as vivid and terrifying as that one. So I've read nearly every post on here and have yet to find anything that sounds exactly like what my friends and I used to call the white thing. I grew up in rural Pennsylvania and a big group of us used to hang out at my friend's parents' house. His dad was a doctor so they had this huge house deep in the woods so we would spend basically every day and night here. Everyone knew about the white thing and honestly just hearing about it scared me so much I hated walking to my car at night there. The woods just seemed odd. I had never personally seen it, but I wasn't allowed to spend as much time there as most of the other kids but I trusted what they told me. They always talked about the white thing as they called it, and described it as about 7 to 8 feet tall, pure white, humanoid body type, and could run extremely fast. Everyone who had seen it encountered it a few times but was never able to get a great look because the minute it was spotted it would run back into the woods. The weirdest encounter was when the family's aunt went on vacation once she left her tiny dog to stay at the house while she was gone. It was a really nice dog and she hung around and played with us the week she was there. She never strayed too far from the lawn and was obviously trained. One night she went out to use the restroom and then never came back. They found her collar and everyone assumed the white thing ate her. No one ever really talked about her again. 
The really strange thing was when I was in college I was being interviewed by the archivist for a series of books he wrote about myths and legends of PA. We were talking about this road from that same very small town, about 800 people, that has a lot of typical scary legends around it. After we were done we were just chatting and he said he'd come across a few old reports of a werewolf in that town from the early 1900s I think. He asked me if I had ever heard of that and I told him about the white thing and he seemed a little surprised but that is as far the conversation went. I moved away and don't really visit there much or talk to any of those people anymore but I wonder if it still exists or if it ever did or was just a story a bunch of kids talked about until they all believed in it in some way. Also my interview was never included in the book which was pretty disappointing. Sorry if this was lengthy but I was wondering if anyone else had anything similar? Maybe an albino dog man? I lived alone and in this remote location we don't have cable so the only option is satellite TV. It was a humid summer night in July and the TV was acting up so I needed to go out and readjust the satellite like usual. I took a flashlight and a gun with me. When I went outside it was unusually quiet. I also purchased an or due to other sightings I've had but they weren't credible enough to chalk it up as a dog man, like so silent it was unnerving. I brushed the thought off and went to the dish which is in the corner of my yard. I went to work, making sure all the wires were alright and pointing it to a different angle. Suddenly I heard a small snap of a stick to my left and turned the flashlight to the direction and I saw a creature standing there. I got a good look at it for what seemed like an eternity but was for only about 10 seconds. I slowly backed off and ran back to the house and locked all the doors and windows. The creature was unlike anything I have ever seen before. When I shined the light at it, the first thing I saw was the head. It has cropped ears that pointed upwards. Its snout was narrower than a bear's and longer and I could make out large teeth protruding from the jaw. Its eyes were a deep red shade that seemed to reflect off the light I was pointing at it. The body was muscular and huge. It had long arms that appeared to be longer than its legs. Broad shoulders that tapered into a skinnier waist. It was slightly crouched over when I saw it, with one hand wrapped around a small tree. I could make out the legs which looked similar to a dog's legs, it had obvious hocks. Even with the crouched position, it was about my height which is 6 foot. Standing up to full height this creature could easily be 7.5 feet tall. The fur was black and thicker around the neck and chest and the bottom half significantly less so. I don't know if it was aggressive or not. What I know is I had a feeling of dread unlike anything I've ever experienced. Was it just observing me or stalking me? For a creature this large as was deceivingly silent. It got within 15 yards of me without me noticing. All I knew was I needed to get out of there and not find out. I don't live on the property anymore but after the event I never had another face-to-face -face encounter. But I would hear sounds in the woods I couldn't explain. They would start off relatively quiet and work their way up to furious howls slash screams then back down to quiet again. I don't know if this was the same thing because it could be local wildlife. <laughs>